Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we all saw this uh, absurd car chase. And uh, if you remember, there were three cars involved in the chase. The last one was a uh, work truck uh, with a ladder. It belonged to Andres Benitez. He has a landscaping business with his brother and father. And at this, this particular... This is Whittier. Yeah, in Whittier. This, this point in the story, uh, the crazy guy had uh, burst into the Benitez home and disappeared on camera for a little bit. And when he came out the front, he was followed by three adults and three dogs. Uh, and uh, this guy, what was his name? Uh what was his name? The name of the thief? I don't remember. Ocachendo or something like that. Anyway, he he jumped into the truck and uh, stole it. Ran away. Police chased him, and eventually he crashed the truck, and then the police crashed into him. Uh, just wrecked the thing. Andres Benitez is coming on with us now. It was, it was his truck, and fortunately, uh, people have responded on GoFundMe, and uh, he's raised ninety four thousand dollars. They get a new truck and new equipment. Andres, you there? Hello? Andres, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? We're good. And I'm so happy. We're so happy that uh, people have uh, donated $94,000. Man, it's unbelievable. Like, it's so crazy. I mean, you know, it, it's something that happened overnight. And then just seeing that number is just so, so unbelievable to me. It's crazy on 
how, how much people can support somebody that they never even met or, you know, seen. You know, they just wanted to help me and my family out with the situation we're going through, you know, because it's a hard time, you know, like I, I never really been through something like this before. And, you know, it, it really hurt. It really hurt me and my family just seeing something like this just happen right in front of us, you know, and we tried our best, but, you know, things happen. And like I said, uh, God works in mysterious ways because, you know, the outcome is just a big blessing so far. Like it's just amazing. and so unbelievable. It's honestly life-changing. To me. Descri- describe to us how this unfolded. This must have seemed surreal or, to you, this guy just suddenly coming into your home. Yes. Yeah, so um, I, I literally had just gotten home from work. Like, like the incident happened at 512, and I got home like at 5. When, when I got home, uh, my brother, he left because he lives somewhere else. And when he was leaving, he, he called me. He's like, just be careful. There's a lot of police and cops around here uh but i didn't really pay attention to it because you know uh, uh it's it kind of happens usually and uh i i didn't think it was like something that bad but uh, no lie like two minutes after he called me someone just starts coming in through my kitchen and when i seen that kitchen door open uh right away i, I knew it was that guy they're looking for and you know just me and my mother being home i was in the kitchen my mom was in the living room you know, my first reaction was, you know, I, I got to make sure my mom's safe. So I grabbed the kitchen knife and, you know, I started telling that guy, you got to get out of here, man. Like, you know, I started raising my voice. You know, I, I got to I had to make sure that he was going to take me serious. And he was. He honestly was. He, he was like feeling like a little threatened. You know, so I told him, like, you got to get out the house, man. You know, like, I'm going to have to take action on you. And he, he started complying. He, he was walking towards the door. I was beating him out this whole time. My mother was just in panic, screaming, crying. She was holding me like, she was holding me to just like let him go easily. But I didn't want to let him go like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm escorting him outside through the door. And when you open my door, there's like a little table. And on top of that table, there's a, there's like a little painting that we have of God and Jesus. And when on that table is where we leave our keys. When we usually get home, we just put them right there. You know, it's just easy for us to get access to him. And when I was leading him out the door, he sees that there's keys. And he, like, walks fast to it. And when I seen that he walks fast to the keys, he got him. I, I stood in front of the door, and I told him that he's not getting out. You know, and, and my mother was just screaming and crying this whole time. And when he seen that I wasn't going to let him out, he ended up taking out some scissors on me. And some he ended up just showing me tools that he had on him. And when my mother seen that, you know, she just went so panic mode and just threw herself on me, causing us to fall. You know, I ended up falling on her hand, and, and he took it as a chance to get off the house. And, and that's when you just seen me trying to chase after him, you know, try to stop him, because I seen that he had the keys. And for his luck, he ended up getting the keys for the truck that was in the driveway. It was just such a crazy situation. And as this was going on, my father wasn't even home. He was literally just coming home. He, in the video, you can see my father just coming home. And then yeah. the guy's running out the house. It, it was crazy because we were and trying got to the, stop him. And you got the dogs there, too, trying to get in on this, huh? Yeah, they were, they were confused. They, they were honestly confused. My people was just like, they didn't know what to do. Uh, he just kept staring at the guy. And once, like, my people seen that that guy was doing harm and he took off on the truck, that's when my people started chasing him. But it was more, it was, like, too late. And the guy was gone. And, you know, I, I felt so devastated at the time. I was, I was so heartbroken, honestly, like, I honestly, like, couldn't believe what was going on. You know, I just felt so heartbroken, you know, like, I didn't 
didn't like see any of this coming, you know, it was just so unexpected. Like literally just got home from work and then come to this. It, it was just like unbelievable to me. It honestly didn't feel like real life. Did you uh, start to watch it on TV after that to see what happened to your truck or? Uh, no, honestly, I didn't because um, a lot of news reporters started coming, you know, they just wanted like a little interview. And like throughout this whole time, I'm getting in I'm interviewing me. I never thought like about the GoFundMe until every every single one of them kept telling me just started, just started. And, and you know, after a while, I told my brother, you know, please just started. Like, let's see what we can raise. Like, anything would be much appreciated. Like, even if it's not a lot. And then, you know, that whole night I was devastated. I didn't end up going to sleep until like two in the morning. And then just waking up the next day, it was just like it was just like wow. Like I couldn't even believe it was real life. Now, tell us about the status of the truck. Apparently, they have to hold it as evidence. Yes, they, they have to hold it as evidence. They're not going to let it go because, you know, it, it just a lot happened to the truck. Ended up getting destroyed, you know, and uh, it was crazy because in the morning the next day, thanks to all the support and lovely people that are out there, you know, we were able to still go to work on Thursday. You know, me and my father and my brother we were going to work. But before we left to work, we literally saw a tow truck with our truck passing by our street and my brother just took off running and just got a little five second clip of the truck and you know it was just destroyed like bullet holes like the, the windshield was like done the, the tires everything was just destroyed you know it, it kind of made me feel even more sad to see it like that but you know the support and all that just like it made up for it so know? somebody lent you a truck and and work tools so you could get back to work right away thursday what was that did someone or some company lend yes. you a work truck and the tools yes. so you and your family could it's go amazing. right back? Because, uh, you know, we have a good amount of friends around here. And, like, the support, even from strangers we didn't know, we were getting so much emails of people that own businesses, AC businesses, you know, or, like, landscaping businesses. And, and they were offering, you know, help. They were, like, offering their trucks, and, and we never even met them before. They were offering, like, so much help. But a good friend of ours named uh, Steve Rodriguez, he owns a landscaping company himself. It's a pretty, like, big, decent company. And, you know, he ended up lending us machines and, you know, got us through the day. And that, that's how my brother and my father are right now. They're at work right now. And, you know, they're handling business, you know, because thanks to all these good, lovely people that are out there. Because, honestly, I never expected so much support and love from all these people while this was going on. Like, that was, like, really the last thing on my mind that was going on. You know, I was just so heartbroken, you know, just, just seeing what happened. I, I never thought that all this love and support from all these lovely people would just come, like, in less than 24 hours. Like, within, like, one hour of this happening, the, the support was just so amazing. Like, I couldn't really believe it. It was just so life-changing, you know? Is uh, $94,000 uh, going to be enough to uh, uh, to Man, get you back? That was That is more than enough. It's, I'm just so thankful for that. You know, like, oh, I, I honestly didn't expect to even get a number near that, you know, and then just seeing the number increase to that, like, it's so unbelievable to me, you know, still, no, but, no, I honestly want to help that man out, uh, John, the one that got his van stolen, because, you know, I, I kind of know what he's going through, and it sucks, man, you know, he needs that van for work, so, yeah. you know, I, I'm doing my best to get in contact with him, and we're going to end up meeting up in person, and, you know, I want to help him out as well, because, you know, great. I got... Did you read the, the guy who stole your truck, the guy who entered your house? His name's Johnny on, on Chondo. Do you know he's been charged 18 times with crimes? I didn't know that. Yes. That's what my brother told me. I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Like, how is it possible he's still free after being arrested that many times? He, he, was, he was out on parole. I'm just going to give you a rundown. 
of his crimes. Drug possession, grand theft, evading arrest, child cruelty, receiving stolen property, parole violations, uh, and then carjacking, uh, taking a vehicle without consent, felony reckless evading, misdemeanor hit and run, and then and the list goes on. So this is the guy who got into your house and took your truck. This is just crazy. Like, I didn't even know he had all those charges until you told me right now. And uh, it just, it just like, scares me even more knowing that I had a, a guy like that inside my house. You know, that, you know, I'm more than happy that I was able to apply pressure on him, you know, because just imagine if me and my mother, like, didn't really do anything about it. I'm pretty sure he would have took advantage of us. No, but, oh, yeah. No, yeah, and your mother was just trying to make sure you didn't get hurt. That's why she kept trying yes. to stop you. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I didn't realize it at the moment because I was just so angry because I remember I was even blaming it on her. You know, I kept telling her, like, look what you caused. You know, I, I felt bad, you know, but I was very I was very sad and angry at the time. You know, I had to apologize afterwards. You know, it, it was just crazy because it was God's plan, honestly, because yeah. my mother, you know, didn't, like, like, let's say she just kept never hold on me. You know, I don't know. This My truck would have never got stolen. Man. Well, you know, you were, tr- you were trying to protect her, and she was trying to protect you. Yes, you know, it's crazy. And all this happened right in front of God, you know. So it's just like, wow, it's so, it's so unbelievable. And, you know, knowing he had all these charges, you know, it's just it's just scary. You know, I didn't, having knowing someone like that, having those charges being inside my house. And, you know, thank God, you know, me and my family are okay. My, my pets are okay. You know, a lot of people are, were asking about them. You know, but they're all good. You know, yeah. thankfully, your your dogs pitched in. They uh, they all ran. Now, are you going to have to? Are you guys going to have to testify in a trial or anything? Do you know yet? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure about that yet, sir. You know, uh, you haven't told me anything. You know, regarding of any of that information, uh, I'm not sure about any of that. But you no, know, I, I just want to make sure. You know, like somebody like this isn't out roaming out in the streets. You know, you know, we don't need those type of people out here. Well, we appreciate talking to you, and we're glad that you and your family are safe and well. But what an ordeal, Andres. Thanks for talking to us. Uh, thank you for having me on here. I appreciate all the love that I've been receiving. You know, like, I can't thank everybody enough, you know, just like a simple message, a comment. Like, that really puts a smile on my face, you know. And then with the donations on top of that, it's just, like, so unbelievable. Like, uh, you know, I really love all these people that are out here, you know. We need more people like this in this world willing to help somebody get back on their feet, you know, willing to help their family out. It's just honestly amazing. Well, this is this is great news that you got this kind of support, and and it's really nice that you're going to be meeting up with John Reynolds too. Uh, yeah, it's to, to unbelievable, help man. Well, thank th- you, thank you for coming on. Yes, you're welcome, man, and may God bless all of you guys. You know, everybody supporting. You know, it, it's good that we have a lot of people like this in our society still. Okay, that's Andres Benitez and the GoFundMe work truck stolen with tools, at least over $94,000 raised for the family landscaping business because this guy took their truck and uh, clearly it's uh, probably not in good shape. It's in evidence right now, but people have stepped up to help the family replace what they lost. Fortunately, though, they're alive and well and no injuries. More coming up, Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live on the iHeartRadio app. No matter how many of these types of stories you've seen, this one was shocking. Ventura Boulevard in Sherman Oaks. A lot of insane homeless people. One of them in particular uh, filled up a bag with his own feces, diarrhea, and then uh, threw the bag at an SUV owned by a business owner named Paul Scrivano, who runs the Blue Dog Tavern. And he's Scrivano is dealing with this particular guy 
almost every day, along with a whole bunch of others. And it, it's really, really psychotic behavior out there. They clearly are severely mentally ill. They clearly yeah, described have. it as a psych ward. Yeah. And then you have Nithya Raman saying, oh, it's a house, I guess you. It's yeah. a the same nonsense. She's, she's a complete rattle. She's a complete failure. And and actually her staff. Oh, she has a feces bag herself. Her, her, her staff told Paul Scrivano to stop sending the videos to her office. I, oh, yeah, because we know, we know. And you know, you know what? There's only one county mental health uh, outreach facility there. Well, well, just one. I don't know. One, one group. Like one team. There's only one team for the whole San Fernando Valley. Plus they don't have the right to just take these hey. people in. They can't. They just have to talk to them and say, would you like some mental health help? And if they're told no, and, given the finger, then they got to move on. They can't do anything. And you know whose district that is? County district? It's Sheila Keels. Right. Because she's too busy shoveling money to her friends. All right, let's get Paul on and uh, talk about this incredibly poor problem. Paul Scrivano, how are you? Thanks for coming on. Hey, guys, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Uh, we just played the Fox 11 story. Our, our news department had a story on at the top of the hour. Um, it's, it's hard to believe that you're, you're dodging bags of feces from a lunatic and there's nobody in government, nobody in the police department who will take him away. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's shocking. Um, you know, I, I've been dealing with this, obviously, for a long time. You know, over the years, it's been, you know, we have our homeless, they're in the neighborhood, we know who they are, they all know who I am, so they stay away from the shopping center. But since, you know, since the whole summer of 2020, and the whole COVID thing, we're now, there's now an influx of these just felons from all around the country, who are now inundating us, and, and I don't know who they are, they're all strangers, hardcore felons, the story I'm getting is that they're just flooding into the Greyhound bus station in downtown L.A. from all over the country, being sent on one-way bus tickets from judges and sheriffs around the country saying, go to L.A. because it's a gangster's paradise. So they arrive, and all they do is start robbing to make money. They have nowhere to go, so they sleep on the street, and then they just start breaking windows and robbing. In this case, you know, this is a homeless guy who, you know, obviously has huge problems but the fact that he's just allowed to sit on the sidewalk completely naked with everything hanging out and and you know crapping in a bag every single morning if you go there tomorrow morning between 7 30 and 8 o'clock you'll see him how long has he been it, there uh i've seen him well he he sleeps at one address and then he does his business in the morning. I see him every morning. I roll in about 5 o'clock every morning. And then he goes across the street and tortures the poor people at the Noah's Bagel, just sitting there, half naked, scratching his junk, begging, dirty. You saw his fat, ugly, dirty belly, right? <laughs> yeah. And he just sits there and tortures those people for hours. And then he goes to another location to sit all day. And then he goes back to his bedroom and bathroom to go to sleep. And I'd say it's at least since COVID, at least the past three years. Have you seen any outreach workers come and try to talk to him about getting help? Yeah, well, that's a bunch of crap. <laughs> um, and and, and Nithya, Raman, Nithya Raman, first of all, she didn't just tell me it's inappropriate to send these videos and pictures to her staff. 
You know what else? You know what else she said? And I'll send you the email. She said I was quote crossing a boundary by sending her these this material. You were like I'm sending like I'm sending selfies of myself naked. She says I'm crossing a boundary. So what I need to know from her is what does crossing a boundary mean? Like did I commit a crime? Is she going to come after me? Did I commit some sort of like insurrection by genitalia? Like. What exactly does she mean by crossing a boundary? It it truly makes me worry. It truly makes me worry. Well, you're sending photos of a naked guy. Yeah, well, it ain't me. I mean, I'm sending a a, a naked guy who's terrorizing our neighborhood that she needs to see. Yeah, it's the proof. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, mean, that's the tactic. The tactic is is to change the subject and turn it back on you and make you defensive. That's what they all do. Yeah, what? That doesn't work for me. That just doesn't work for me. If if this city, you know, she in, in in particular, I mean, look at her website. She is she is a self-avowed Democrat socialist. And my question for her is, how does that factor into her legislative process, being a socialist, a self-avowed socialist? Because what it means to me is that she likes it this way. She likes when businesses are suffering because that allows the state to take it over. What else could it possibly mean? Yeah, and she no, right. She doesn't this crowd care. really is not happy with the capitalist system we have. They think it's responsible for all the woes. You're right. They'd like to overturn well, it. What's frightening is she got elected, and apparently a couple more just did. The cra- how she slipped through the cracks is just amazing. I don't know where she came from. I mean, the piece of work David Ryu, that was our council member before, was no prize. But I, I don't know how this woman got through. Like, I, I never heard of her before. And, and I'll tell you what, mark my words right now, she, she'll be our next governor. <laughs> She's a true believer, this one. Mark my words. Watch yeah. it. Uh, so what, yeah, I mean, when, when people have pro- business owners have problems and they go to the city council person and they get this kind of response, and all she says to the reporter who asked her was, oh, it's just housing. We just need housing. This guy throwing yeah. a bag of feces, yeah. it's you a lot know, more than housing. I, she knows that's a nonsense answer. It, it's, again, just to deflect. This is what she wants. She wants you all to go out of business. It's exactly what, it's exactly what she wants. And we're all, we are all. I'm not the only one. I'm on, a, I'm on an email and a text thread with business after business after business after business. We're all suffering. This whole stretch of Ventura Boulevard between the freeway, between the 405 and, like, Van Nuys Boulevard, it's like downtown Kabul, Afghanistan over here. Yeah, I drive it's, through there I all mean, the I mean, time, and that used to be a big shopping area for me when I, when I lived uh, oh. in another house. I and I, I drove, my wife and I drove there just a few days ago, and we were shocked at the degradation. Yeah. It's like a war zone. Vacant buildings, uh, uh, graffiti, every single, every single piece of street furniture— that the city owns trash cans, signage, park, uh, uh, bus benches, bus shelters. Every single piece of street furniture is either destroyed, broken open, broken open, and in disarray. Every single piece. Businesses are closed. Um, I watched 150 feet from my patio. Not just me, but the people on my patio eating their hamburgers and drinking their beer. Watch the building across the street. Burned down to the ground. It had a 30-foot encampment in front of it 
And it was, you ready for this? It was burned down by the same one-legged homeless guy that I kicked off of my property about 10 o'clock in the morning. He rolled his ass across the street and lit this other bum on fire and her whole encampment and burned a building down, putting my firefighters at risk. Paul, can you hold on? Yeah. All right. This is a business owner by the name of Paul Scrivano in Sherman Oaks. He's the owner of the Blue Dog Beer Tavern. Fox 11 did, and you have to watch it. I mean, it's radio. We played it. It's about five minutes long, but it's worth it. You have to watch the video of this. They did a story about what's going on in this little business area of Sherman Oaks along Ventura Boulevard, as Paul just described it, and their crisis that they're having with the homeless, headlined by Man Throws Feces at Sherman Oaks Business Owner. He actually threw it at uh, Paul's SUV. More coming up. We are talking with uh, Paul Scrivano. Paul runs a business in Sherman Oaks near Ventura Boulevard, uh, the Blue Dog Beer Tavern, and there is a lot of severely psychologically damaged people living in the streets, and Paul has been assaulted repeatedly by one particular guy who uh, defecates into a bag and then throws the bag at him or his car. Fox 11 did a story. Oh, you got to see it. I mean, because she talks to the homeless people. You can really see the debris, the encampments, just the people lying on the sidewalks. Uh, Paul called it like a psych ward. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Here's the part that you were trying to refer to. There's only one mental health outreach team that works the San Fernando Valley. One. One. So The whole valley. How big the valley is? It, it shows you. Uh, yeah, right. And that's Sheila Keel's district. Nobody's taking this seriously. Nithya Raman, the city councilwoman, doesn't take it seriously. She doesn't want to hear about it. Uh, and Sheila Kuehl doesn't want to take it seriously either. They don't care. They want it this way. Someday it's going to dawn on everyone that this is what these people want because they hate this country. They hate business. They hate capitalism. They hate what America is. And they're destroying it from the inside by allowing this chaos and mayhem to take root. One, one outreach team in the whole county? Shows you there. And how many billions did we? Well, in the valley, the county. Well, in the valley. Two or three. Yeah, but in the one county team in the valley. You know how big the valley is? Let's get Paul back on. There's over uh... over a million people. Uh, Yep. Let's get Paul on. Paul, this might be like. Do you think people, Paul, would actually vote this woman out then? I mean, you're worked up. A lot of people you know are worked up. But how do these people win elections like Nithya Raman? No. No. She won't get voted out. She's part of the machine. What what these people do is they go out and they make friends with every single special interest group, just like Karen Bass. Look at her CV on her congressional website. She's the chairwoman of of like 30 different special interest groups. So she'll go make a speech. She'll promise them everything. And each one of those groups represents, I don't know, maybe 2,500 people or 3,500 people or 5,000 people. And they all go out and vote. People who vote for Rick Caruso are too busy like me doing dishes at my restaurant to go out and vote on Tuesday. Nice. So, so that's the machine. And you're right. What you just said in, in the little uh, the piece 30 seconds ago is not hyperbole. They hate us. They hate business. And listen to this. <laughs> as, as Gina and I were uh, rolling up on Nithya Raman on that interview that we did, which, where we surprised her, the first question out of Gina, by the way, Gina Silva is a beast, an absolute monster on the street. God bless that girl. 
But her first question out of her mouth was, you know, the, you know, the constituents in Sherman Oaks are complaining that you're not responding to their emails. She looks right at me, Nithya Raman. She looks right at me and says, oh, you mean that constituent? Aha, uh-huh. trying to marginalize you as a very small uh, minority. Right. right, right. That constituent, like that guy who dared to open a business and risk it all and who's getting crap thrown on him, you mean that constituent? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that didn't make the cut, but that's the disdain that she Ooh. looks upon us. Who among you reached out to Fox 11 to get this story done? Because it's fantastic to show your side. It, 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 well, thank, thanks to Marla Tejas, who um, I, I frankly, I, I don't remember how it, it was an Instagram post. I, no, I, I, I copied her because I saw she does great work on the Vax mandate, which I'm another whatever. We'll talk about that another day. But she does great work on that. And I copied her on the email that that Nithya Raman's office sent to me saying you're crossing a boundary by sending these things. Marla Tejas contacts me that like an hour later. And she's like, you're kidding, right? Like you're making this email up, right? I said, oh, no. So Marla, so Marla, a patriot, sends Gina Silva over to me. And that afternoon is when we did the interview. Well, and all, all the psych patients were in uh, all their glory. I mean, she got a lot of incredible Probably because they're videos. always there, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it was, probably it was, time a, of day or night. <laughs> so, I mean... No, exactly. I mean, I mean, you must, do you have any kind of critical mass of other business owners, other residents? Yeah, yeah. You guys need a revolution. Listen, I mean, I mean, there, there has yeah. to be like some major action taken by a large group of people. Well, thank God that uh, Theo from the Sherman was able to be a part of that interview and today now, see, I am, on, I am on a communication with a bunch of the other businesses who are all desperate. And now some of them are starting to come out more. They're all afraid. They're all afraid. Were they afraid they don't of? want the hassle. Well, okay, here's what they're afraid of. Two days after I send the first couple emails, you know, because I've been sending these for a while. Two days after I sent one that had a particularly, you know, um, a graphic picture in it, I get a visit from the Parking Violations Bureau who says that my sidewalk dining is blocking their meters. <laughs> and two days after that, and two days after that, I get a visit from the, from the Bureau of Streets saying that my tables are blocking the sidewalk. Oh, you see, now, they're, can they're I coming prove- after you. Retaliation. Yeah, that's what hey, they do. can I prove that? Can I prove that? No. No. But the timing is just, the timing is just perfect, though, isn't it? No, it's her retaliating. Oh, yeah. That's yes. a threat to try to get you to back off. Exactly. Ha- keep it coming. Keep it coming. Now, this oh, is Paul, a war. We hope so. This is war. Wow. This is war. This is war. Well, Paul, thanks for talking to us. And uh, keep us up to date. Yeah, let us, let us know as uh, this, things This progress. attorney, Larry Slade, that was featured, the chair of the Homelessness Committee for the Sherman Oaks Homeowners Association, can they be of any help? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I've talked to Larry on the phone. He's in on our email threads. I'm not very familiar with him. I know he's a lawyer, and I know he's trying to put together, you know, the press conference and get everybody together. But again, it's like, look, I roll in at five o'clock in the morning, like this morning. I roll in at five o'clock this morning. By seven o'clock, I'd already kicked four people off the property. Crazies. I pretty much work security at the restaurant now because I'm almost, not entirely, but a majority female staff. My managers are all female. I got a female cook. I have a lot of females in my restaurant. So I pretty much sit here in the parking lot like I'm doing now because I'm charging my car on my phone. I see you in the parking lot. I work security. Yeah. Just I almost I almost wasn't able to pick up this call because I had a guy 
you know, swatting imaginary flies off of his head that starts walking into my sidewalk dining. So I had to, I had to get out of the car and, and have, maybe have to take care of him. But, you know, thankfully he walked away. All right, Paul. It, so it, good to talk to you. Nightmarish. Yeah, we'll talk with yeah. you again soon. Paul Scrivano. The, uh, the owner Anytime. of the Blue Dog uh, Beer Tavern in uh, Sherman Oaks, which is being uh, overrun with homeless people. More coming up. All right. It's one of our favorite topics every now and then on the show. People who get swindled by psychics. People who get swindled by psychics. Deborah Mark. I, I've never been swindled by a psychic. You've paid money to a psychic. One time. How much? And did you I think it was $150. It was, it, you paid $150? Yes, I've told you this before. I forgot. I don't remember the amount. I, know I think it was 150 Holy. Maybe it was 125 Oh, my God. For how long a reading? I think how it was an was... hour or so. And it, did it really it change your life markedly? Or? It did not change my life. No. Now, did you feel well, like Well, she didn't a... go back. So I did not go back, that. and that was probably 15, 16 years ago. Did you feel silly um, no. after you paid the 150 No, I did not. You did not? No, not at the time. Well, now, did any part of you, though, go, whoa, this person's good? Was it a woman? It was a guy. It was a guy? A okay. guy psychic? It was a guy. <laughs> yes. And he was blind. <laughs> oh, sure he was. I, <laughs> no, he really was. I told he you really that was? some people what? in the news business went to him. They mm-hmm. swore by him, and they told me about him, and I went to him. Wait and some of the things. The news business? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and some colleagues, not not wait, from wait, this wait, station. Wait, wait, so there, there's news people that we <laughs> listen so to careful. every day, and they're going to psychics. <laughs> but it is true, not from this station. How co- how can you be a news person and go to a psychic? That that's that doesn't. How about a you, broadcast broadcast professionals? How about that? You were at a low point in your life, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, actually, I was. It <laughs> was not an easy time, and and I needed. I I just I. People were swearing you, by this guy, you were, you and so I some, thought, what the heck? You needed a blind swindler to take 150 from you. <laughs> Do you ask questions or he just asked questions? Okay, it... so he asked questions, but then he also just, he just started talking, telling me things about my life. And I thought, well. Did he touch you? No. I thought because he's blind, you might want some sort of connection no, to you. No, but he did have me write down some things on cards, but he didn't look at them. He put those away. Well, of course no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Well, I was right there. Well, of course he didn't look at them. <laughs> What do you mean he wrote it, he wrote, you wrote it down, but he did That's look at them. That's what he asked. Uh-huh. And... Okay, the really weird thing is that we were talking about death. Uh-huh. And he records. He records all the sessions so that at that, at that time it was a tape. So he would give you the tape so that you can go back and and mm. see what and hear what he was talking about and see if any of these things come true. All of a sudden, his tape recorder stopped. And he told me, he said, I just put in batteries before you came, so there's no reason. He said, but sometimes when you do talk about people that have died, they mess with electronics. So he, so he believed that there were some spirits. Oh, yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice step. Yeah, right. And you probably got all your eyes. Do you have that? I did. I I can't find the tape. I have searched for that tape for so many years. Oh, I know. I I'd give you your 150 back just to play it on the air. Wow. I wish I could find it. Uh, so this story is, I, what I can't figure out in this story is apparently the man that got swindled, it was a man in this case, William Young of Brooklyn, and he's filed a lawsuit. The psychic was a female by the name of Shana Samil. This happened last year. He worked at a bar called XOXO Bar. It's now closed. It's a gay bar on West 46th Street. And the reason I mention that is that he ended up giving this woman more than a million dollars. <laughs> it started with money, and then it, it, it accelerated is, to cars for does, her. Does he have dementia? He, he, 
Well, he has bipolar and depression. Well, that doesn't and explain. And she convinced him he could help her, help him find a soulmate and purge the dark spirits in his life. <laughs> so he kept going back to her and paying her more and more because she kept asking for more money. And this is what happens when a psychic knows well, you're wait. a dupe. They'll just keep milking you. And she realized he had a million dollars to blow? I don't know well, if how she is... did or not, but he apparently turned over a lot of money. How is this a swindle? It started with $100,000, the first payment. But how is this a swindle? And then he was going six times in a single week, payments ranging from $1,000 to $20,000. <laughs> well, it's a... <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't understand the fraud. She said up front she was a psychic. Psychics don't exist. Apparently nothing she ever did for him worked. He was still depressed, <laughs> still without a soulmate. Well, so of he course. feels that he was fleeced. <laughs> and... Oh, this While she rich. cast spells, they cost more than her regular fortune telling work. <laughs> she cast. Oh, the spells were more expensive. Yes. Oh, oh for her to like wave her arms in there. So go, he got overcharged, is what they're claiming. <laughs> Here's the amazing part: the scam ended when a four hundred ninety-six thousand dollar payment to her through a third party was blocked by the man's bank. That's the only reason this came to a halt, and then his account was frozen, and then. A realization he'd been tricked, according to the lawsuit. What, he says he paid what, her in third parties one million one hundred and two thousand dollars, and and that's with a half million being blocked. I think so. Yes, because the last payment so, was blocked. Where he did he get that money working in a well, bar? Well, that's what I'm in a bar. That's what I don't know. What did he inherit money? Or is this he... real? That's what someone in the story actually said. This doesn't even sound real. I mean, it's a real lawsuit. Whether or not the story's real, I. <laughs> All right. John and Ken Show, KFI AM640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com Live Nation presents Concert Week Now through May 14th get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.